Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. with regret and you're watching putting you over oh does the sound drops work you know i didn't even get a piece of you i didn't even get a piece of them <sighs> <laughs> i don't know if it's too loud but it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter okay uh coming up at nine o'clock we're going to talk to the marketable one, Richard, the marketable one, Richard Holiday from MLW. We'll talk to him for about 30 minutes or so. All right. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Remember, uh, you can also also ask um, our guest live. <laughs> Hopefully, if it's all working correctly, you come into the Discord, you get into the – what's up, Izzy? How's it going? Is K-Dog here? Yeah, I'm right here. Can you see me? Uh, you get into the Discord. You get into the uh, on the line chat, which I think is the well. The thing is, Ruzi, is I know I can hear people on Discord. Christ, we just heard myself. I want to make sure that when people get into the Discord, if they have a question for the guest, that they can ask it. The guest can hear it, and you can like. There's a back and forth, and we've done it once. We've done it one time. And it worked. We shout out to D-Rod. So, uh, and I, I believe if you get into on the line right now, you actually can hear the show. You know, like if you're on hold on the radio and they play the, the show for you while you're on hold. I think if you got in there, you could hear it right now. So you could watch it in the, in the Twitch. You could listen to it Kinda. on the Discord. Oh, he's all set. All right, let's give him a call. And uh, we're good to go. So, all right, here we go. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Mr. Marketable One? I can hear and see you. You can hear and see me. That's great. Would you like to oh, be wait. seen? But now um, we can. Now, are we live right now? We are live, and you looking phenomenal. Do you, we're live. No one can see you at the moment. Can they hear me at the moment? Yes, they can hear you at the moment. And now they can right, see you. Right. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. How how was working that Zoom? Really frustrating. Frustrating, yes. It wasn't quite as easy as I anticipated it to be, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I use it all day, and it doesn't matter what time of the day or what. It's always frustrating. But I, I just want to, I want to thank you for coming on tonight and giving me your time because your time is precious. Time is money. So, any time that you can give me, I greatly appreciate. And uh, so I'm going to start things off. The yeah. first, the first time, what's don't that? Don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Just don't waste my time. Then we should be okay. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'll try not to. Um, first of all, I thought, I thought the first time I ran across you was Northeast wrestling in, uh, in Connecticut. Uh, unfortunately you had a rough night that night versus, uh, Jim Anderson. That's the first time I noticed you, but that wasn't your first I match. Correct. Years back. That uh, was, yeah, yeah. No, that was maybe a handful. That's years ago. That was, it was like, uh, had some weird Christmas style name. I don't even remember the name, but I do remember it, cause I'm, I'm from upstate. So Northeast is around here. So I it was able to catch that one, but tell me about your first match. Didn't demolition ruin that experience for you? Yeah. So my, my first match actually took place in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, Larry and, bird country. Yeah, for sure. It was right near Notre Dame and Palma who had trained me had brought me up there to have my first match. And I wrestled the promoter. His name was Brian Costello. And within that match, Demolition did interfere. It was a cool little moment for me to have my first match ever, have two legends of the game be involved. And, and for me to get physical with them in some sort of capacity was definitely something to remember the evening. But Yeah. Um, that was probably a amazing experience. But we're, we're not going to touch on your past because I'm sure every other podcast or whoever – you know, deals with you has touched upon. I want to, I want to talk about MLW and what you're doing with doing right now. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're the Caribbean champion, correct? Absolutely. That's right. And uh, you defend that, you defend that here in the States. You, you, did you defend it at the super series? Can't remember. I absolutely defend it at the super series. Oh, oh, that's right. You, 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 yeah, it was successfully. I and defeated it, that low rent, low budget face paint chess man. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. Trying to impersonate Wolfpack Sting, and I put him <laughs> right back in the box. You did, you did, and um, so not only did you retain your one title, but you did gain another title while there, uh, in Savio Vega's childhood home. So now you're, you're, uh, you're. You know what that makes me? Two titles. You know that makes <laughs> what's it make you Richie two titles. That makes me Richie two titles. I do own the house, uh, the title to uh, Savio Vegas childhood home. It was a very tender moment to acquire that, but one that I thought was necessary and rational. So Richie two titles is here. It's one of the greatest monikers maybe in the history of wrestling, but it's more than a moniker. It's a reality, and that is what I'm bringing to Major League Wrestling at the moment. Now, are you and Alexander Hammerstone um, also part of the dynasty? Are you guys going to be vacationing at, at that home in, in Mexico that you got? No, absolutely not. That home would never, ever host me for more than an hour. And I don't mean that to be rude or to be abrupt. It's just not quite up to the standards of the dynasty, and I would never put Alexander through that. But 
you know, Puerto Rico and, and the, you know, other parts of, of the Caribbean, they do have some, some nice spots. It's um, exactly where I would choose to go for a vacation, but that particular home, no, that's going to be an Airbnb for sure. Airbnb. I'm sure you'll, you'll definitely make your money back on it. It probably doesn't take much actually, but. No, it should be a, a few week return on investment. Um, speaking of the dynasty and, and MLW, uh, you guys, uh, lost mjf recently due to loser leaves mlw with uh nance warner but before we get on that topic what was it like working with mjf it was great you know we're, we're, we're great friends me maxwell and alexander we're all um great friends we all still keep in touch we're dynasty for life we changed the game we changed professional wrestling we have people talking about the dynasty not just in a sense of professional wrestling but i think in a pop culture reference that's how big we have become it's become a bit of a brand and he will always be a member of that brand. And as far as my personal one-on-one relationship with Maxwell, it's strong as ever. Um, how is the dynasty keeping in touch and staying together during this whole COVID crap? Well, you know, we do our fair share of group text messaging. We do our fair share of FaceTiming and that's all we really need in this moment. You know, we know who we are. We're, we're very strong individuals. We're not going to let a, pandemic a global pandemic get in the way of us being dynastic and us keeping in touch so we do what we have to do we understand what's going on with the times it's a bit tender sensitive but yeah we're doing the best that we can and we're keeping it as dynasty as we can um are you guys looking to recruit because you can't you can't replace a maxwell you can't have somebody fill his shoes uh will you be recruiting well i went into recruitment mode when I went and handpicked Gino Medina mm-hmm. and I picked him to help solidify our Latin demographic outreach. And he's done a really phenomenal job with that. And Gino is really a right star in the business. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. I want more people to talk about Gino within the dynasty, but I am not in recruitment mode at the moment. I think three is perfect. I think that's how we do our best business and we operate the best. And Gino did not replace Maxwell in any way, shape or form. Gino added to the dynasty he brought a different element to the dynasty an element that maxwell simply did not bring maxwell brought something very different which was very valuable and we will always honor that and remember that it's a much different uh attribute to the dynasty now since we're on the covid talk just a little bit um how are you dealing with it with with starbucks and getting out getting your coffee in the morning are you able to do that well i i strategically live um, very close to a Starbucks, and it did shut down for two weeks. I presume something uh, along the lines of a COVID case maybe did um, break out there. I do not want to assume that was not public knowledge, but shut down for two weeks, devastating. But other than that, I'm still able to get my morning, mid-afternoon, afternoon, evening, and late evening coffee from Starbucks. So it's been it's been well. I'm doing okay. That's good, because that is detrimental. Um, absolutely necessary. Uh, yes, I agree. Now we mentioned Mance Warner earlier, and it may be a, a touchy subject. I don't, I don't know. We're gonna find out here in a minute. But are you and uh, Alexander worried about Mance and and what he has planned with the, I don't know, WCW Three Towers of Doom or? He's concerned me, about let that. Let me try and let me try and paint the picture for you. In in a hypothetical world, would you imagine that two? extraordinarily athletic, extraordinarily good-looking, extraordinarily wealthy, extraordinarily 
like-minded, extraordinarily intelligent, articulated, intellectual individuals would ever possibly be scared and or worried of someone who looks like they were raised on a barn, owns one pair of coveralls, wears them seven days a week, stinks, has a shaved head because he can't grow a good hair, head of hair, and drinks light beer? No, absolutely not. I am not worried. I hope that answers your question. It, it, it does answer. Could he just be jealous of the dynasty? Does he want that type of camaraderie that he has? I mean, who does he have? Uh, Moondog? Well, I think the word could almost implies that there's a chance that he's not, right? Like, mm-hmm. could yeah. is a word that means, like, hey, I could go to the Olympics, but I'm not talented and I don't put it in the work. You know what I mean? So, like, yep. there's that chance. He is 100% jealous of the dynasty. The, the word could doesn't really have any association in this context. So, yeah, he is 100% jealous. I mean, take a look at us. Who wouldn't be jealous? Yeah. I mean, I would be jealous. If I were him, if I had that, you know, that natural born look that he has, I mean, that is just, I feel honestly in moments, I feel sorry for and I rational jealousy. I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Like I would be too. So I don't hate on him in that sense. It's just kind of like a, Hey man, like get the hell away from me. Yeah. Kind of feel sorry for him. Yeah. Um, before, before I go on your mustache, by the way, is just phenomenal. Oh, I know it is. You know, I know it is. I'm actually surprised it took you this long to really point it out. Um, it's something different. I'm going for a different look, a different marketing right now. It's a different cane, if you will. And do I know if this is going to be something long-lasting? I'm not sure. Is anything on earth long-lasting? Mm-hmm. No. Some things are trendy. Some things are hot. Right now, this mustache is hot. Let's just be perfectly honest. To everybody who's on Twitch, anybody who's watching this, anybody who will be listening to this, we know. I know this mustache is hot. I pull it off. It looks fantastic. 99.9% of males cannot pull off a mustache. Mm. I, I mean, can. you look at mine. I got a disheveled beard and stuck in the house for who knows how long. Yeah. Like if you got rid of your beard, you know, chances are you'd look like shit, <laughs> but I look good with this mustache. So I have it right. And, and, and that's not me throwing shade at you. I'm just nope. trying to be honest. Hey, I'm, I can accept that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so this past week, I guess on MLW Contra has taken over, you know, they said day one of the war is, is the dynasty concerned at all? Do they pay any attention to Contra? Do they care? With Contra unit? Well, Contra unit is, is very interesting and they certainly have their sector of MLW and they're doing a interesting job, if you will. Um, I do know that Alexander has something that Mr. Fatu wants, mm-hmm. and who knows? There could be an encounter down the road with Contra. I don't know. It's pure speculation, pure foreshadowing. Uh, I don't want to assume anything. Right now, we know where our business lies, and Alexander's doing a tremendous job making the National Overweight Championship one of the most talked about titles in all of the world. I'm doing a, as we know, tremendous job making the Caribbean Championship relevant and making it an official championship. I'm still in discussions with Corp Bauer. My lawyer slash my father is working on that. So we are kind of moving the needle right now. That's our focus. This is a time where where professional wrestling need company and need somebody to kind of drive the ship. And me and Alexander and Gino are doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, if your uh, father slash lawyer had gotten the Caribbean championship. The other way around. The other way around. Lawyer slash father? Thank you. No, sorry about that. It, it all depends on the context in which you use it in. 
So right now we're referring to a legal matter. So oh. it would be my lawyer slash my father. If we're talking about my childhood, it would be my father slash my lawyer. Uh, or do you go the other right? way? You slash yeah, the, the slash other goes way. goes the other way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah. perfect sense. And the open weight championship, shouldn't that be a worldwide championship and not just a national one? I mean, that thing's defended everywhere. Well, we are trying to get a change to the international oh, open weight championship. That's a good point. Um, it is a bit of a legal process. Uh, it's not as, e- as easy as it seems. Uh, you would think that you can just replace the belt. You can't, right? There, there, there's things that go into this. It's way above your And it's something we're working on, and it, it could be something that comes to fruition. But at the end of the day, we know that the title is international. It would be nice to have it recognized as such. Um, would you ever eat breakfast at a Los Parks restaurant if they were cooking? Um, I'm not familiar with a Los Parks restaurant. You, you, you haven't seen the Lo, the Los Parks cooking breakfast? Um, no, I don't. I, I actually don't watch the show. I only um, just any. I only watch back anything that I'm participated in. Anything else is kind of irrelevant to me. Uh, makes sense. Um. As far as the marketable one and the dynasty, do you guys have a three-year? I mean, you guys are, are businessmen. You guys are smart. You have a plan. You have like a three-year plan, correct? Uh, we do. Um, I think, you know, the plans are um, very fluid in the sense that the business is fluid and they can change at any moment. So I, I do like short-term approaches. I do like you know, a six-month plan, a one-year plan, and Achieving that, and of course, it is very smart to have a three-year outlook or five or ten-year plan. But that can go on and on, right? I mean, you can say I have a three, a five, a ten, mm-hmm. a fifteen, a twenty. When does it end? But you have to kind of focus on on the initial battles in order to win the war, if that kind of makes sense. At the end of all of this, what would you like people to say about Richard Holiday, the marketable one? Well, I think it's just every time Richard Holiday was either on my television screen or I was fortunate enough to see him live in person, it was that he provided the ultimate consumer experience and whatever that means for that individual consumer, whatever that means for them, that's what I provided to them. When they hear me talk, when they see me wrestle, when I walk in, when I walk out, it's all the ultimate consumer experience. And I was able to give them something that they didn't think that they were going to get when they bought a ticket or tuned in to be in sports. That's ultimately what I want. Um, you know, being known as the best technical wrestler in the world, that that would be nice, but that was never something that I um, aspired to do. It's more, how did I make you feel? Yeah. And I know that I made you feel like a consumer. Consumer. We can consume all your stuff at MLW Shop and Pro Wrestling Tees, and we got those links up there. Could you say you're the oh, modern... Oh, I have fantastic stuff at Pro Wrestling Tees right now. Yes. Yes, you do. Have you seen my mug? My I have, coffee mug. I have I have not. I've seen your shirt, but I haven't seen your mug. MLW just released a coffee mug. It is on MLWshop.com. I highly suggest you buy it and make your morning coffee that much better. That much better. Dynastic. Makes it dynastic, exactly. It says right in the mug. Um, could you could you say or this is what I like to say about you. I looked at you as the modern day Mr. Perfect. Is that fair? Am I fair in saying that? Comparisons are fun. I like comparisons. I think it's fun when people do it. Um, but what is the modern day Mr. Perfect? It would have to, it would have to be elaborated a little bit more. That's a, that's a great point. Uh, very technically savvy, 
uh, anything you do, you can do anything. That's the way I look at you. You, I can put you in any situation, in the ring, out of the ring, business, home. You can cook my Thanksgiving dinner, and you're probably going to excel. Well, upon elaboration, well, now it makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of people will just say, you know, he's this of that, and he's, he's the modern day this, he's the present day that. Then there's no elaboration. So the elaboration is appreciated. And then, of course, I could say, well, well I, I can see that point there. Um, I think my I, I tell people a lot whenever I do an interview is that I never try. And you you didn't do this. So I'm not putting words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. Yep. Um, I never try to emulate. I try to innovate. I try to be different. And while there might be um, a presence of somebody who has possibly influenced even a, a small facet of my career, I never try to replicate because that's, that's not smart business. It's all about innovation and professional wrestling and forward thinking. So that's always been my approach to innovate, never emulate. I like that. I think, uh, I think more people should take that advice just in everything they do. Take. Absolutely. Instead I mean, of replicating. That's how you become successful in life. That's how you set yourself apart. Um, what are you listening to in your AirPods? Currently? Yes. Well, currently I have a nice low sound of Dave Matthews Band Go. It's very low. Excuse me. Just a little bit. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right, marketable one. Uh, we talked about how time is precious. I don't want to waste it. And uh, I'm getting the high sign for my producer over here. So this is the time of the show where I, I'm going to give the mic over to you, and you can put yourself over. You can plug anything. You can do whatever you want. Let us know where to find you, uh, how to consume your stuff. The floor is yours, my friend. Excellent. Thank you. That's what I've been waiting for the whole time. Consumers. Try to breathe that in. Just take a big, deep breath. You too. I don't even know your name. You're interviewing me. I, don't, I, I didn't even bother to learn it. Don't even tell me. Breathe it in. You know what that is? What is that? It's rarefied air. That is rarefied air. And if you want to continue to breathe rarefied air, I want you to get on your computers. I want you to check your bank account. I want to make sure that you have enough money to go on MLWshop.com and buy my new Dynastic Coffee t-shirt. Buy my new Dynastic Coffee. Then, on ProWrestlingTees.com, type in Richard Holiday. You can buy my AirPod God shirt. You can buy my Consumer Buck shirt. They're all fantastic, all great merchandise. Also, Go on to Twitter and Instagram at Most Marketable. Again, on Twitter and Instagram at Most Marketable. It was the same handle. I made it easy for the consumers. Go and follow me. You'll be able to keep up to date with me on every single thing I do. And I promise it will be the ultimate consumer experience. Awesome. I want to say thank you very much. Keep up the great work. Obviously, I know you are. You know you are. And uh, we'll be in touch, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, excellent. I didn't. I didn't want to. I. I was. I was serious when I said it. I didn't want to waste his time. I didn't want to keep him hanging. I wanted to get in with what I had. Uh, I did a, a abbreviated bunch of questions and notes, which are right here. I wanted to get in and get out and uh, make it smooth and, and swift. And it went. It went in a different. It went with a different angle that I wasn't expecting. Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer.
Brian Shane from Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.